Welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of the Morning Rush, which you can catch every weekday morning from 6 to 9 on ESPN Arkansas. You can also check out our website at hitthatline.com for all types of great interviews, articles, podcasts, videos, whatever it is dealing with the Arkansas Razorbacks. Be sure to check it out at hitthatline.com. Hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. I know I sure did. It was tiresome. It's a long weekend, but a fun weekend and a great weekend, no doubt. Of course, unless you're a Razorback football fan. And man, oh man, it's one of the same, just like it has been every single weekend. How about that? Amazing. I, You know, I, what do I even say now, folks? What do I say? Like, can you just go back to last Monday's podcast and re-listen and then just in your mind replace Alabama, Mississippi State, or do, or against Auburn, or against Kentucky, or against A&M, or any other game that Arkansas has lost on that Monday's podcast? Just recap that one. Because I am running out of things to say. That is crazy, I know, to hear. But I am... Running out of reasons, I'm running out of excuses, I'm running out of logic, I'm running out of everything. And here I am, standing before you, sitting before you, speaking before you, trying to figure out once again what the crap is going on with Razorback football. And in the words of John L. Smith, I have no answers. They lose the game in just absolutely embarrassing fashion to Mississippi State, 54-24. to It was not close at any stretch of the imagination during the game. Uh, Arkansas, of course, when anytime they defer, you know it's going to be bad news bears, which is exactly what happened. And Mississippi State went down the field, scored touchdown early, and then the rest was history. And there was a lot of storylines in this, and we'll try to break it all down and get into it. But, you know, I, I sit here. And I wonder if Arkansas is the worst SEC team that I've ever seen. And I don't think that's being too harsh. I really don't. I think that that's being actually pretty realistic and pretty fair. Because week after week, this team finds new and innovative ways to lose. And I know that they have talent. They have talent. Not a whole lot of talent, but talent nonetheless. They have enough talent to win their non-conference games this year. They have enough talent to beat Kentucky. They have enough talent to beat Mississippi State. They have enough talent for that. But yet, in these games, they act like and show up like they're a high school team. And it is embarrassing. Folks, this has to come to an end. This has to end. Chad Morris is completely and totally in over his head. And every single week, it's getting proven more and more. The the handling of this quarterback situation is absolutely mind-blowing. The fact that he started Ben Hicks. Why? Why? What has Ben Hicks showed you, Chad, that would make you believe that he's going to be the one that gets it done, that he's going to be the one that leads you to a victory? Nothing. Nothing at all. But yet you continue to throw him out there and continue to have him make bad decisions, throw bad passes, not be able to move the offense whatsoever, and in the case of this game against Mississippi State, throw another pick six right before half, and get the crowd booing him off the field, 
And because it's not actually, no, they're not booing him. They're booing Chad. They're booing Coach Morris for the decision to continue to put him out there. Then after that just absolutely disgusting display of quarterback play, he finally decides to put in John Stephen Jones, which admittedly he doesn't set the world on fire, but he's better. He throws a beautiful touchdown pass in that game. And he had some three plays here and there, but overall it wasn't great. And then K.J. Jefferson finally got to see K.J. Jefferson come in. And boy, oh boy, did he provide that quote-unquote spark that Chad Morris alludes to so much. But it didn't matter, because in the end, Arkansas was getting blown out, and none of it mattered. And this is where lies my entire issue with Chad Morris right now. Your job is on the line, buddy. You know that you are coaching for your job right now. And you had a game against the Mississippi State that was very winnable. Mississippi State's not a good football team whatsoever. Very winnable game. Knowing what's at stake. And you continue to do the same crap that you've done all season long. And choose to put in someone like Ben Hicks, who obviously can't get it done, but it's like you don't care. I, I don't know. I do not get it. I do not understand it. He is completely and totally out of his mind. That's I, I don't know if it's because he doesn't know what to do or if he's just uh, amazing at making all the wrong choices. But it is disgusting how bad this team is. And they shouldn't be this bad. They should not be this bad. Should they have should they be, you know, have 6 7 wins right now? No. But you should have won all your non-conference games. You should have at least won two SEC games at this point, I believe. You're good enough to. So maybe you are good enough to be at six wins. I don't know. But this continuation of trash that you continue to put out is just, you keep saying it's unacceptable. Yeah, it is unacceptable. You know, and you say throughout all week in practice in your press conferences, great day of practice today. Really felt like we got some good things accomplished. Love the energy. And then week after week, game after game, the team that shows up looks terrible. They look like they have no business being out on that field. None whatsoever. So excuse me if I think like you're not doing a good enough job as a coaching staff getting your team ready. Excuse me if I don't believe you that it was a great day of practice. Excuse me if I don't believe you that Ben Hicks was the guy that showcased the best in practices. Looked like he was the most ready. Excuse me for not buying anything that you're selling anymore. I'm over this. Folks, this is the nightmare scenario that none of us ever wanted to encounter. It is a nightmare. It is a nightmare. It's a nightmare that none of us can wake up from. Because we are constantly trying to figure out ways of how this can all get fixed. And some of you believe that, hey, just changing up Chad Morris will at least get it going. Okay, fine. I don't disagree at this point. But it's still going to take more than that. And I think that most of you are willing to pay the price for it. But I am just in awe of how this continues to be as bad as it is. Like, how did Chad Morris fail so miserably here at Arkansas? How did it how did it get to this point? 
What went wrong? Did I do something wrong? Did you do something wrong? That's the ultimate question that I have. Because I believe that there is enough talent on this team to be competitive. And they're not even competitive. They're a two-and-a-half-point favorite against Western frickin' Kentucky this weekend. Two-and-a-half points at home. And in what world can this be accepted? Because not only do you have that going on with the terrible product on the field, the terrible defense, we haven't even gotten to that, that John Chavis and his defense gives up record numbers to Mississippi State, But not only do you have all of this piss-poor play on the field, but your press conferences and the only time and only opportunity you have to speak directly to the fans, you consistently throw out random cliches and BS that nobody wants to hear or needs to hear right now. Nobody needs to hear you talk about, well, we need to reevaluate. No, you need to evaluate and make the decision. Well, we need to get back to work. No. You should have been at work this whole time. And whatever work you're doing is not working. So maybe you need to get back to doing something else other than work. Or at least the work you're doing. Because it ain't working. But yet you want everybody, you want fans to believe in you? You want fans to buy in what you're selling? With this product? And those cliches? No. No. It's over. You cannot go on as an SEC coach, as the head coach of the amazing, wonderful University of Arkansas Razorback football team, a job that is desirable, a job that is respectable, a job that deserves better. You cannot go on putting out this type of result. This is the worst because, folks, through 21 games as his as head coach, can you think of one bright spot, one good-feeling moment? I can't. Not one. Because even in their wins, their four measly wins in two seasons, not one time have I ever felt like, man, this is great. This is going to work. This is going to be really big here soon. Not once. But yet, I keep coming to you saying the same old crap. Trying to make sense out of this absolute travesty of a football program right now. And I feel bad because it's not about the kids. It's not about the football players. They're trying. They're just doing what their coach says. And I don't put any blame on them. I don't put any blame on any of them as individuals. They're just stuck with what they got to deal with. But whatever this coaching staff has has been doing during this season and in practices is failing at epic proportions. Whatever they're doing is absolutely atrocious. And I can't believe, I can't believe this has continued to go on without any major adjustments to how they handle themselves. I don't know if it's a pride thing or what, but... I cannot deal with this anymore. I cannot bear to watch this anymore. It's like a car. It's like a train wreck. You have to watch it. You know what's going to happen. You know it's going to be awful, but you have to watch it anyways. And it's laughable. And this has all happened right before our, our eyes in the quickest manner possible. 
I just don't understand how it got to this point. Is Chad Morris really that bad of a head coach? Is he really that completely and totally clueless about things? Is he just pissing in the wind? Just you know, I mean, is he is he just there? Is he just a figurehead? Does he do any coaching? Does he develop any quarterbacks? What is this team doing? Because I cannot think of one single thing that they do well. Not one. And the only thing that you might be able to make an argument for is just based off of the sheer talent of somebody like Rakeem Boyd or Traylon Burks or Trey Knox or someone like that. That's the only positive thing that I can find and I can see. That's it. But I'm telling you right now, folks, this must end. This must end. Chad Morris has three games left as, as, as head coach. He's got three games. He's got to win two of the next three. If he doesn't, he has to go. Plain and simple. No one's asking you to win a national championship in year two. No one's asking you even to make to a high caliber bowl game. And in some cases, nobody's even asking you to for sure make a bowl game after year one. But people demand that you be competitive. That you at least be a respectable football team. And you are so far from that, it's not even funny. I don't know if it's going to get better under Chad Morris. I don't think it is. But I'm telling you folks that I am about dadgum tired of doing the same dadgum podcast every dadgum Monday, having to tell you all about the same dadgum crap that's been going on all dadgum season. I'm sick of it. I want something new. I want something better, and you deserve that too. Man, all right. Where's the Tylenol? Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, moving on into the next segment of the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Uh, you know, the other storyline dealing with the Razorback football team on Saturday was the absence of Cheyenne O'Grady. And uh, he, he was not there. He was suspended for the game. Chad Morris was really weird about it after the game had ended in his press conference saying he'll address it tomorrow, which was Sunday, and then uh, it was made official today at the recording of this podcast afterwards that Chad Morse has said that C.J. O'Grady is no longer on the team. Uh, he has decided to move on from the school, and they are going to support him, yada, 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 all that fun stuff. Uh, this is a weird story, and it's unfortunate because in, in both sides of this, I can see how the, the two different things that are two different sides to this story is pretty rough. Uh, there's no doubt that Cheyenne O'Grady, C.J. O'Grady, whatever, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm talking about. He, he's had his issues. He has had problems trying to stay on the field without getting into trouble. He's had that pretty much his entire career at Arkansas, which is unfortunate because he is such a gifted athlete. I mean, a fantastic athlete. But he can't fight off his problems. Um, but from what I've understood, at least some of the reports that I've heard, nothing confirmed, but it had to do with missing team meetings and not, not just missing team meetings, but being... Kind of like, ah, I'm not doing this anymore, whatever, I'm done. If you're going to suspend me for missing a team meeting, I'm done. So it was, it was more of a an issue there, but there's been some other issues or other speculati- speculations of going on about uh, how he said that you know he took issue with the coaches and some of the decisions they made. Again, this is all speculation. I don't know if any, we're ever going to find out what the real story is, uh, what the real story is about. But what I do know is that 
Uh, the issues that are coming from this is something that can't go away, and it's going to be hurtful for Arkansas to try to figure out how in these final three games that they can find a way to win without him. I mean, he's that good of a player. But, uh, you know, it's just as a, as a fan of the team, you just hate to see anybody go through that and have those types of issues because, let's be honest, he's a good enough player to play in the NFL for sure, but to win you some games and to make a difference on your team. So when he's moving on. I just think it's it's more of the more of the signs to things to come of this team and this program moving on. I, I mean, it, the commitments have been falling apart. I know they got a commitment today, but they've had commitments jumping off board. Uh, they've had a few guys, obviously the team. We'll see how the transfer portal looks like it, but since they're not making a bowl game, but I, I I'm just at the point though where I'm just like, man, just blow it up, blow it up. I mean, I'm not saying that. Sean O'Grady was right in what he did, but it's not a good sign when something like that happens, when your star players leave. It's just it's just a very bad time right now. It's a bad time all around. But I guess the one benefit is that you could be able to see a little more from Hudson Henry. Maybe he'll be somebody that we can actually see a little more you know, pop from, some pizzazz from. Actually have plays dedicated to him to where he can make some plays there. Maybe that'll be the benefit from it all. I don't know. But what I do know is that the fact that he's off the team, which again is sad, but it'll be interesting to see how that happens. And also the fact that Chad Morris named John Stephen Jones the starter against Western Kentucky with also K.J. Jefferson being his backup, which is, means that those are the two guys that are going to play. I think that's at least a, encouraging in the way of maybe he's finally understanding it, maybe he's finally waking up to it. And if Arkansas beats Western Kentucky on the arms of John Stephen Jones and or K.J. Jefferson this weekend – as nice as it will be to win, it's not going to make things any better, in my opinion. In fact, it's going to make it worse because then it's going to become, why didn't you play them earlier? Why didn't you show these guys out earlier? Was it a pride thing? Was it just you not knowing, not being able to see what was in front of you? What was the issue here? You had to play the guys that you need to play that could be playmakers. And so if that ends up happening this weekend, which very well might, and we'll know that there's a bigger problem than what we even realize. But, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens this game against Western Kentucky. It's an 11 a.m. kickoff, and if Arkansas doesn't win this one, it may be all over before the season even ends for Chad Morris. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, final segment here on the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. You know, it was a – it was an interesting weekend for a lot of reasons, obviously on the Razorback football front, but uh, I just want to take this time to kind of give a shout out to a lot of you fans who, of course, listen to this podcast and listen to my morning show and and just uh, are, are Razorback fans through and through because I, I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but I feel like a lot of times your voice is not appreciated the way it should be. And maybe it's not heard the way it should be because people want to shout you down for being upset or shout you down for being passionate, think you're bad fans because you voice your displeasure with the team. And honestly, uh, I want to defend you a little bit, and I hope to continue to defend you because, folks, the fans are what makes programs great. The fans are what makes it all worthwhile. And there's a lot of people that I've talked to that can't understand why you guys would be so mad, this mad. Why do you care so much? Well, don't ever lose that. Don't ever let anyone tell you that they don't understand why you're caring so much or try to put you down for caring so much and being so mad. You have every right to be angry. In fact, I wish you'd be, some people would be more angry. 
Because this cannot be tolerated or accepted in any stretch. It cannot go on. And I feel like a lot of you have done a really good job of keeping it in check. Obviously, there's always lines that don't need to be crossed. But I feel like all of you have kept it in check really well. And given the circumstances in the situation, that is about all we can ask of you. (laughs) It's not easy for any of us, I know. But hopefully something will happen, some change will be made at the end of the season to make you believe that the program will be back on track and going in the right direction. That's my hope. I don't know if that's the case. I don't know for certain what it will be, but that's my hope. But now we'll just have to wait and see. But still be angry, fans. Still be upset. Continue on being ticked off and letting everyone hear about it. Just make sure you don't cross any lines. You know what I mean. Appreciate everybody listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at Rush John Neighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We will keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We will see you then. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. 